dangerous. It's dangerous. Hey, everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> You're a You're a Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? most dangerous morning show, DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Ain't for everybody. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Amity. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. And it's Happy Notorious B.I.G. Day. Drop one of clues bombs for Biggie Smalls. Yes, today is Biggie's birthday. Yes, and you know, notorious. You know, uh, last year, I think it was last year. Was it last year? Yeah, last year I was listening to the uh, D-Rock on the Rap Radar podcast, dropping the clues bombs from my big bro D-Rock, and he said that he celebrates Biggie's born day more than the day Biggie dies, mm. which makes sense. Well, that makes sense. You know mm. what I'm saying? It makes a lot of sense. So happy notorious B.I.G. day. Absolutely. Yes. Big up to Brooklyn. Uh, so I'm in L.A. right now. Mm-hmm. I'm a little jet lagged because it was a long flight, and the weather was so bad yesterday, the, the flight actually... Took off an hour late, and then we had to go, like, I think almost an hour out of the way to try to avoid turbulence as much as possible. Oh, wow. But yeah, you got so there safe. Up landings. Yeah, we got, we got here safe, thank goodness. There was a little bit of turbulence that was kind of bad, but then I guess toward the end of the flight, they managed to avoid it, but they had to go a whole other route that took us out of the way. Yeah, I don't know what's, you know, I don't know what's going on, but it's been a lot of turbulence lately when I've been flying in the last couple of weeks. I don't, when I, it, unusual turbulence. Maybe it's gas. Maybe it's well, your I stomach. Well, I know there were, there were tornadoes no, and everything. Is your, does your stomach rumble when you're in the air? Do you ever feel like you got a poo-poo? Why are you all in my butt, man? I didn't say nothing. See what I'm saying? You no, know, you all do. Not, you not, feel not, like you I got a poo-poo? Did I say anything about the man's butt? I'm talking about gas. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, just to see, no, see. See what? You just always got to take it there. How's, no it, how's it feel when you're up we in the air? We just started. Oh, you got a poo-poo. That, that's you, man. You ain't even had no breakfast yet, and you're already talking about butts. No, you talking about butts. This is stupid. Leave my butt out your conversation. Well, there were supposedly really bad storms and tornadoes and everything, and that was across Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Missouri. So I'm sure that had something to do with it. Uh, I'm okay. sure it did, too. All right. Well, Dr. Oz will be joining us. I got Dr. Oz. I got questions for Dr. Oz because you know I've been big on uh, CBD for the past few months. Uh, I think it helps with my anxiety. Also, it helps me sleep very well. So Mm -hmm. I've been doing the oils, the gummies, the syrups, all kind of stuff. Dr. Osby, I, I think he doesn't think CBD is as good as advertised, but I want to talk to him about it. Yeah, we'll ask him about that and more. And we got front page news. What are we talking about, Ye? Yes, let's talk about Magic Johnson. Everybody's wondering what made him quit his job with the Lakers. Well, he finally has broken his silence. The GOAT. All right, we'll talk to uh, front page news when we come back at Dr. Oz next hour. So don't move. Get your ass up. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night, the Warriors swept the Trailblazers 119 117. I had no idea. I went to sleep. Uh, those games and went into overtime. Those, yeah, those West Coast games come on way too late for me. And the Trailblazers were up, like, I think, like four or five minutes left. They were up how much? They were up, they were up 17, yo. Oh, drop it's on the not a game, for the Golden State Warriors. But it is. Steph had a triple double. Going to their fifth straight. 
NBA Finals. Yes. Uh, they've, they've, they've won three out of the last four. That's what's supposed to happen when you go to the finals. You're supposed to win. Right. That's what puts you in a, a different league, a different category. What else are we talking about, Yee? Well, since we're talking about basketball, let's talk about Magic Johnson. He was on first take, and he did not hold back on talking about everything. Now, first he talks about uh, the straw that broke the camel's back at his job when he was the president of basketball operations. The straw that broke the camel's back was I wanted to fire Luke Walton. And we had Max three meetings. I showed her the things he did well and the things he didn't do well. And I said, listen, we got to get a better coach. So the first day, well, let's think about it. Second day, okay, you can fire him. Then the next day, no, we should try to work it out. Then he goes on to talk about the person who backstabbed him, and he didn't hold back on identifying the person by name. So did it come down? I'm not, I understand the Luke Walton element. Yeah. But when you allude to the backstabbing, was it Rob Palenka that you're talking about? Is it Rob Palenka and other people within the Lakers organization? Who exactly were you talking about? No, just Rob. You know, it's disrespectful you put a man like Magic Johnson in a position of power and don't give him the power, okay? Out of all the mm-hmm. people that he talks about on that in that Lakers organization, who knows basketball better than the second greatest basketball player of all time? If he's the president of basketball operations, then let him handle that. And Rob Palenka is a general manager, and he said that there would be just a lot of talk about him behind his back, and he would hear about it outside of the office even, people saying, oh, he's not in his office, he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. He didn't like that backstabbing. Now, he also goes on to talk about Jeannie Buss and what the issue was with her. If you're going to talk about betrayal, it's only with Rob. But I didn't like that Tim Harris was too involved in, in basketball. He's supposed to run the Laker business. Jeannie's got to stop that. It's too many people at the table. Mm-hmm. And so what happens, everybody gets to share their opinion, and it's so much information coming at her that then when I say, hey, we have to do this, she can't make a decision because they said, no, don't go the way Magic go. You should go Other left. Other people already got right. to her. Exactly. Urban Magic Johnson is the GOAT, uh, number two greatest NBA player behind Michael Jordan, five NBA championships, nine NBA finals in 13 years, went one-on-one with HIV and one. Give that man some damn respect. Okay, if that man is the head of basketball operations, that's the only person that you should be listening to when it comes to basketball operations. Yeah, you gave him the job, you gave him the title, let him do his job. Exactly. Where everybody, why is everybody else chiming in with an opinion? They don't have the title. What's the point of having the title if you're not going to get a man the power with the title? Right. Well, you got to listen to the whole entire interview where he really goes in depth. I mean, everybody. Mm -hmm. Not just you, but uh, everybody should take a listen to that on first take with Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, let's talk about Morehouse College. We already told you yesterday the great news about Robert F. Smith and how he was giving their commencement speech and ended up taking care of the whole class of 2019 student loans. Well, in addition to that, now they're going to be getting some bling Apparently, the jewelers at JDAL are producing some cufflinks for the class of 2019. They're doing this all on their own. The Smiths aren't oh, involved God. with this. So now they're also getting some gold, That's silver, pretty nice. Can you diamonds with the school's name and the Smith family ni- name as well. That's pretty Can you nice. Negroes get some money without buying some bling? Well, they're not buying it. The they're jewelers not buying are giving it. it to them for free. Oh, it's free? free. Yeah, it's yeah. the jewelers are giving it to them. They're gifting the students. I still don't like the optics of it. Why? All right? Black man spends all of this money on other black men, and you think, here's some bling. This is what y'all need no, to go with that. It's, 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 it's not bling. It's cufflinks. It's well, cufflinks. Don't say bling. Say cufflinks, ye. 
Well, it is going to be silver, gold, and diamonds. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a little blingy. They're spending about $250,000 to gift these. That's nice. They're going to need it That's for their business That's a beautiful gift. Yes. People need their cufflinks. That's, That's right. It's amazing to me. I've seen people actually, uh, you know, finding disparaging things to say about Robert Smith. How? Donating his money to Mohawks. I mean, it's just, it's really needless, petty Wow. Like, oh. Some people are acting like he's expected to do something no. like this, and he's a billionaire. It's the least he can do. And he ain't got to like, do nothing. Uh, he worked hard for his own fortune. Yeah, I saw people saying like his wife is white, like, but that money green though. Okay. Who cares? Exactly. The man is giving back to his community. Who cares if his wife is green? No, no matter and what. And all of y'all saying that would take that money too. In a heartbeat. Yes. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a bad morning, or maybe just things are pissing you off and you just need to vent. All right? We'll get into it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. All right. Get it off your chest. I want to get something off my chest. Sunday. A fire truck was going on an emergency call, and it was uh, speeding down the road. My nanny was taking, picking up my kids from swimming, so she pulled over. The fire truck ran into the back of her car, which Jesus. is an accident. That happens. I get it. What pissed me off is the fire truck never stopped. Never seen what was, if, if my kids were hurt, if my kids were injured, or anything. A fire truck didn't fire stop? fire truck did not stop and continued to go to the emergency. Then when I asked, they said, well, there is no negligence when it comes to a, the fire truck or police department in New Jersey. Yeah. And they have to go to the emergency. But I said, you know, yes, I understand there's an emergency, but now you crashing into my car, you could have killed my kids. Are you passing up my kids that could be hurt to go to emergency even though you crashed into them? Well, she pulled off the side of the road? Did she pull out the way? Like All the they, cars pulled off the side of the road. Oh, to they, the side. they definitely in, in the wrong then. You can't sue a uh, so fire department or police even as, far as in, yeah. even as far as insurance, you have to take care of your car yourself? You have to take care of everything yourself. There's no negligence. And then the hospital bills. You, can't, you, you cannot sue the fire department or the police department. There's no negligence. They don't have to pay. Even your deductible, you got to take care of it yourself. I would still think that the ambulance and even the fire department they have a uh, they have a they have to look out for the other people on the road when they're rushing to these situations. Because imagine if that was an ambulance. Mm -hmm. So you hit somebody in the car. Now what? I got to call another ambulance right. to come take my kids to the emergency. But that, that was the whole thing. You, you ran into my car. You you keep it moving. But what happened if my daughter was hurt? What happened if my daughter got hit hard and was paralyzed or anything? Or my son? You know. And, and it's really crazy. And, and, and where they hit my daughter, my daughter was sitting on the right side of the car. If she was on the left side of the car, she would be in bad shape. So today after after work, I'm going to take them just to get x-rayed to make sure everything is okay and everything is clear because the nanny's a little banged up. But I just thought that was foul. And accidents do happen. I'm not mad at that. But, geez, pull over. So make sure the kids are okay. There's three little kids, a five-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old. Well, sure I, they they, I guess if they pull over, then they'll be late to the fire, too. Yeah, right. but they, my, should, but they should be able dead. to call an ambulance or something. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Hurt. I'm with you. But it's just, it's just, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's a weird situation. Yeah. All right. Well, hello, who's this? Yo, this is Big Smiley. Hey, Smiley. What up? Get it off your chest, Hello, bro. Big Smiley. Good morning. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing today? Good morning. I'm, 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 I'm blessed, black, and highly favored, sir. And, and that's good for you. Handle that. That's what I'm screaming. <laughs> Yo, I want to say a big special thanks out to uh, today. My daughter graduates from Cross Creek Early College in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Nice. She's grad. She's graduating with 67 college credits. Nice. And she's uh, on her way to uh, Elms College and um, Chicopee, Massachusetts, to be a nurse practitioner. And on top of that, my wife of. 
10 years birthday today, so I got a double header. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay. having a great day so far. All right, brother. It's going to be stressful by the end of it, though. I know you got daughters, too, you and you and uh, Envy, and I just don't want to go on off to college. You know they, how they say college is, but we got to let them go, don't we? Uh, luckily, my daughter is 10, my other one is 3, my other one is 7 months. I don't have to think about that for at least another 8 years. But enjoy it. Be enjoy it, brother. How you doing with it, Envy? I'm doing good, man. <laughs> wish, right, the, wish the family send the love from the Breakfast Club. Yeah, will do. Thank y'all. Y'all keep up this good work. Do what y'all do. All right, Freddie, get it off your chest. Yo, it's Freddie P. Good morning to everybody. What's up, Freddie P? Not much. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, Freddie P. Good morning, Charlamagne Tha. Peace, King. How are you? I'm all right. I watch this. I'm still still well. DJ Envy. Yes, sir. We started the show off with this morning. Yes, sir. Freddie P, when you gonna understand, and I'm gonna say this a million times, I do not pick the songs on the Breakfast Club. I remember hearing the beginning of the show and you said you're the captain of this bitch. I remember yeah. hearing you say that. And, 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 and no control. And when he said captain of this bitch, he meant the music. All right, no, he, no, that's exactly. a fact. That is a fact. No I'm Magic Johnson right now. They don't let me pick the music. Have no control. What's the DJ for in DJ Envy? Exactly. I'm Magic Johnson exactly. up here. They don't let me pick the music, bro. I'm just here. Yo, I'm just saying, maybe you should change that title from Captain to, you know, you know, a peon or something like that. Oh. Captain of the music, DJ Envy. I thought you were spreading positivity, bro. If, if, what does no, the DJ stand I, for, I, then? I told him that just so I can get on and tell you I quit playing them same songs what, every morning. What does the DJ stand for? This jockey. Junkie. What? <laughs> There's two. You know what? Forget it. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Angel, what's up? What's up? What's up, DJ Envy? What's up, Charlamagne? What's up, Angela? What's up? What's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, y'all, hey, Charlamagne, just stop playing with Envy's butt so early in the morning. <laughs> Thank you, bro. You know he's real sensitive. Envy just said the same thing? Yes, leave my butt alone. I have not done anything to Envy's butt. What's wrong with y'all? First of all, yesterday, Envy was sagging his pants so crazy, his ass crack was all the way out. We all grown in this room. We too old for that. But why are you looking at my ass? I was sitting down, this guy's staring at my butt, and then takes a video of my butt. Who knows what he did with that video? I'm going to Human Resources later. I needed him to see how ridiculous he looked. Too early in the morning, but thank you for being on time, Charlamagne, today. Yes, sir. That's what it's about. Shame. Top of the you. top, baby. See? See? There you go. You didn't feel the air breezing through your butt? No. Yeah, it was so crazy. I mean, number beige ass just everywhere. <laughs> you like to look at him. He, he, who knows what he did with that video last night? Hello, who's this? My name Reggie, and I'm from Columbia. What's up, Charlemagne? Peace, King. 803 Metro, what's happening? What's up, bro? In the building. DJ Envy, what's good with you, bro? What's up with you, brother? Yee, this for you. I ain't really got nothing to say, but you real biased when it comes to giving advice to these women and these men. And how is that? I heard a, I heard a lady call it in last week talking about how she's single and dealing with multiple men. But when a woman call it in talking about a man dealing with multiple women and they single, you drag him through the mud. And you no, I don't. I always that. tell everybody to be honest. If you're single and you want to date multiple people, that's your priority, man or woman. You just have to be honest about it. You can't be a cheater. Nah, it's not about being a cheater. And you can be honest with women these days and they still don't want to hear it. I know that's I'm not true. But I, I encourage everyone to be honest, whether you're a man or a woman. If you feel like you're single and ready to mingle, just don't lie and act like you're in a relationship if you're not. You can be 100 with women these days and they still gonna feel some type of way about it. What you Sounds like about? you're very biased toward men. Say what? 
<laughs> Goodbye, sir. You walk right into that yeah, trap. You walk sir. right into that trap. Goodbye, sir. Uh, you you got to stop walking into these traps. Hello, who's this? What's going on, man? This Reef. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, I want to get it off my chest about Charlemagne, man. I think Charlemagne always talking about see a therapist about your problems and all that, but I think Charlemagne need to see a therapist about the reason why he's so mad at Florida, man. Why are you so mad at Florida, Charlemagne? I love Florida. I actually was in Florida two weeks ago. I was in Orlando, but we cannot sit here and deny that the craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. But, but you need to talk to your therapist because I think you mad. I think you mad at your parents that you wasn't born in Florida. No, okay. I, I, well, yep. my, my, for Florida. My aunt actually lives in Florida. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, why are you denying that y'all crazy though? I'm not denying that we crazy, but I mean, I think you, I think you <laughs> wish you was born in Florida, dude. No, I'm just, I'm just calling it like I see it. Sir. What part of Florida are you from, sir? Miami, Florida. Every it's dope planet, man. Oh, what's up, bro? What's going on? I'm trying to make the car show, man. Yeah, come on. Bring that car. I need that donk. Pause, pause, pause. Damn. Donk is a car. Don't Maybe just ask if you want that donk. No, see? Hey, you got to... See, that goes Charlamagne tripping again. <laughs> see? <laughs> I need that car, man. Bring that car out till we... You know, we doing a car show in New York. It's not we a car. It's a donk. Now, you got to call it like it is now. You, you from Florida. You know good and well you don't call it donk a regular car. You say that's that donk. I ain't want to say it. Yeah, but bring that donk to Houston or New York. Or we might do one in Florida, so I need that donk. He, he asking you to fly that donk out for See, him. That's what he asking you to do. He played too much. Charlamagne tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? Uh, yes, we are going to be talking about a hologram tour. Find out what superstar artist is going to have a hologram tour coming up. And I know we have to talk about Jason Mitchell this morning, and we're going to get into that because we have some details on what allegedly happened to cause him to get fired from all of his jobs. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening? Good morning. And again, happy birthday to the B.I.G., the late, great B.I.G. We're going to be doing a, a biggie mini mix every uh, hour. It is National Notorious B.I.G. Day. And the reason I, you know, I, I feel like we should celebrate this is because D-Rock, who's, you know, Big's best friend, his brother, mm -hmm. he always says he celebrates the born day more than... The, the day that he died. Correct. Yeah. So after the uh, rumors this morning, we'll be getting on a little mini mix. We'll be doing mini mixes all morning, so let me know your favorite B.I.G. joint. I'll try to get it on this morning. But let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jason Mitchell. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, we all know Jason Mitchell from his breakout role as Easy e and Straight Outta Compton. And now we know him as Brandon on The Shy. He's also been on shows like Mudbound. Well, it looks like things aren't going so well for him. He's been dropped by his representatives at UTA, United Talent Agency, and also uh, dropped off of The Shy for season three and from an upcoming Netflix feature, Desperados, that he was set to star in their Yeesh. allegations wow. of misconduct against him. Now, Deadline broke the news first, <clears throat> and while they aren't giving specific details, according to reports, there are two incidents that are in question. One of them occurred offset during the production of Desperados, and there was one that took place earlier while filming The Shy. According to sources... They said several of the actresses on the show had issues with Jason Mitchell, including his co-star Tiffany Boone, who plays his girlfriend on the show. On the sh uh, she plays Jericho. Jericho? Yes. Mm. 
Now, they said a source with knowledge of the Showtime series says Tiffany Boone, who played Mitchell's girlfriend on The Shy, was among several actresses on the series who had issues with Mitchell. She made repeated complaints of sexual harassment and allegedly felt so unsafe with her co-star that at times her fiancé, dear white people actor Mark Richardson, came to set when she shot scenes with him. Boone declined to comment. They also said that he ultimately, she was ultimately informed by producers that she uh, could no longer work with Mitchell. She told them that she could no longer work with him. And he, she was actually released at her own request so that she could pursue other projects. All right. Now, as far as Desperados, which is on Netflix, they weren't filming yet, but they were in some sort of production already. Pre-production problem. He was already replaced. And that news was just revealed as well. So apparently there were some issues with him on set there. They said three of his co-stars actually had complaints about him as well. Let me tell you something. It's one thing to lose a show. It's another thing to lose a movie. But when your agency and management drops you... And that means it's serious. Like, it's got to be more something than just else. That. Yeah, something yeah, else. Because agencies and management don't go anywhere unless there's nowhere else to go. And I saw everyone abruptly drop him like this. I said to myself, oh, it must be a, a video of him doing something yeah. heinous or something. Right. But I guess if there's some tort- sort of pattern where you've had issues on every, you know, the last couple of projects that you've been doing and co stars are complaining about you, and not just one. But several. several. Nah, that yeah. don't make, listen, we've, we, we, we've been watching Hollywood over the past few years. It's, it's, it's several complaints are always made about individuals, you know, but it, if, if, it's got to be more than just his coworkers making complaints or him making his coworkers uncomfortable because, yes, they'll drop you from a show, but when your agency and management walk away, something's more. it's something else. Yeah, something more. It's got to be and, something else. And let's be clear, though, with uh, uh, the Me Too movement and all of that and times are changing and women don't have to deal with certain things anymore. And if there's these sexual misconduct uh, allegations against him, who knows? Right. But he has been on The Breakfast Club before and we all have been fans of his work. So this is something that is new to all of us as we're trying to get more information. Oh, no, it's sad because Jason Mitchell is a great talent. Like, I think him and Lakeith Stanfield are the best young actors out here. So... And his come up story was so amazing. We've even had his eight, his early agent on his first agent from right. New Orleans um, on as well. So we'll find out more information and, and keep feeding that to you. All right. Now, Whitney Houston, there's going to be a hologram tour for her and a new album in the works. It's been seven years since Whitney Houston has passed away. And according to reports, they said, uh, you know, a lot of people were just paying attention to her real life struggles and forgetting about how talented that she was. So now this is a great opportunity to launch a tour for her so that some of the older fans can actually appreciate what she brought to the table and also appeal to the younger generations as well. Who's putting the music out? Is it her family? Yeah, they have to deal with her estate and all of that. So it's not something that is not authorized. I always feel funny about that. I always feel like if the artist wanted the music out, they would have put it out. Maybe they don't want that music out or they didn't like it. I always feel funny about that. Well, her sister-in-law did an interview with the New York Times and her estate executor. They also said the aggressive marketing push is part of a strategy to monetize her legacy and also redeem her reputation. There's no artist I love that much to go to a hologram concert. Now, if I'm at a show and someone, you know, has a hologram come out like they did Pac, you know, at Coachella a couple mm-hmm, years mm-hmm. ago, I'm cool. When I'm not going to a hologram show. I'm just when you go to the Michael Jackson show in Vegas, they have the Michael Jackson hologram. That's pretty amazing, too. 
All right. Now, in the meantime, since we're talking about Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown says that he and Chris Rock are good now after Chris Rock made that joke about Whitney Houston on social media. He posted a picture of Whitney Houston looking impatient with her sunglasses on, me sitting in a meeting that could have been an email, but then he said, hurry up, I got crack to smoke. And people thought that was distasteful. So Bobby Brown in particular didn't appreciate that. And he did say that Chris Rock has not reached out to apologize personally. But he said he's still my boy and he would like to make peace with him. But he didn't appreciate that. I mean, it was a retro joke. It was a throwback joke. You know, Chris is from the era where you used to make jokes about Bobby and Whitney being on crack all the time. You know, so he saw that picture and he thought about the, the, the mind state she probably was in when she took that picture and he put that caption. Well, Chris never cared. He's a comedian. He never yeah, cares. Man. Well, of course, Bobby Brown was upset. That right. is, you know, his ex-wife. So, I mean, he has every right to be upset. If he didn't like a joke, he didn't like it. True. All right. Now, let's talk about Monica. She opened up on a new episode of Family Hustle that's coming out. And they actually have the previews of that. And that's all about her divorce. I really want to keep it on the low for now. Nobody else knows anything that's really going on beyond my mom. I just didn't expect to be a 38-year-old single mom of three. Wait, so you're talking about a divorce? Lord have mercy. Mm-mm-mm. After nine years of marriage. Lord have mercy. I just want to be a great man, a great husband, a great father. Please, God, protect my union. Jesus Christ. All right, my well, God. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your that hurt my heart report. just now. All that sad mm-hmm. music. What kind of what music do they have in the background? Hey, but babe, if you're listening, I love you. I love you, too. Not you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You love his Goodness wife? I love my gracious. wife. Okay, I'm I just, love her, too. I just want to be a great man, a great husband, Me a great too. father. I just don't want to make the mistakes that my father made. I don't ever want to put my wife in that position. No. If, if, my, if, my, if my marriage ends, it won't be because of me. All right. Don't All right, that. well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Yee. Now, when we come back, uh, Doctor, well, no, we have front page news. What are we talking about front page news, Yee? Uh, we are going to talk about CBD oil. I know, Charlamagne, you're a big fan of it. I love um, it. Yes, I get mine specially made as well. So we'll see what people are saying now that CBD oil is also good for. Okay, and then we have Dr. Oz next hour. And then we're going to get into a Biggie mix coming up right now. Of course, today is Biggie's birthday. We're going to do a bunch of these mixes all morning long. So let me know your favorite big joint. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. Cops are writing tickets, so why take the risk? Do the smart thing and start buckling up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket. All about the Benji's what's. Little B.I.G. mini mix. We're going to be doing almost all morning long, so let me know your favorite B.I.G. joint. Yeah, all those kids that are outside the radio station right now are confused. It's a whole bunch of little kids uh, camping mm-hmm. outside the radio station because uh, it's a K-pop boy band coming named BTS. BTS, that's right. Yeah, you ever heard BTS of them? BTS is huge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jin and Sugar and J-Hope. You Googled that. No, I didn't. Actually, uh did a K-pop uh, TV show back in the day for some network in Korea. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. Now, um, last night, NBA playoffs, the Warriors swept the Trailblazers 119-117. Steph Curry had a triple-double. Going to their fifth NBA Finals in five years. They've won three out of the last four. I don't know why people disrespect Steph Curry and act like he's not the greatest basketball player of his generation. Mm-hmm. Acting like he can't win a championship without Kevin Durant, as if he didn't already win a championship without Kevin Durant. As if they didn't win 73 games without Kevin Durant. Like, stop it. What, else, it we, off. what else we got, Yee? 
Well, there's a new study that shows that you can actually give people CBD and that will help reduce their cravings for heroin so it can be used for treating heroin addiction. That is true. And it can also treat their levels of anxiety as well. How you know that's true? Because well. I do CBD. I've been doing CBD for four months and I have not craved heroin once. <laughs> okay? That's, that's a good thing. That's right. a good thing. I'm glad it's working. And, and it reduces my anxiety. That is all a fact, Angela Yee. I am a true testament to this. But there are so many CBD Goodness products goodness. on the market right now. The problem is that the exact concentration of CBD is unknown, and they also might have additives like pesticides and even lead in them. So that's some of the issues that people are having with CBD that's just being sold in the stores. Some people have had um, a few bad reactions like diarrhea, headaches, and tiredness as well. I use, um, I, I, go, I go to a pharmacy, and I use this particular brand. It's called uh, uh, Green Roads. Yeah, it's called Green Roads, I believe. Mm. Yes, I use Green Roads CBD products. Well, they have a bunch of, they have one that you just, uh, it's like a spray, you just spray it in your mouth. They have the gummies, they have... I got that. I got the gummies, I got the syrup, I got the drops that you put under your tongue. Mm-hmm. I got the, 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 the I got the cream that you can rub on your joints. Oh, man. Listen, you can have a headache and put the CBD cream on your head and mm-hmm. you won't have a headache. I be putting it on my, like when I work out and stuff, and my mm-hmm. muscles be so I rub it on my muscles. Oh, my God. Well, she put it so on. good. Shut up, man. Listen. All right, now, Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, and Foot Locker, Foot Locker and other sneaker brands and retailers are talking to Donald Trump. Now, they are saying these proposed tariffs on imported shoes from China would be catastrophic for consumers here in America. They said any action taken to increase duties on Chinese footwear will have an immediate and long-lasting effect on American individuals and families. There's more than 170 footwear companies that are coming together in a letter to Trump to discuss how it would threaten the very economic viability of many companies companies in our industry. Yeah, not just your sneakers, your weaves, them bundles going to be like $1,000 a pack, okay? Your fashion Nova dresses going to go up from $40 to about $300. All right, it's about to be real out here in the field. Mm-hmm. Y'all think them tariffs don't affect y'all if y'all want to. Now let's discuss Magic Johnson. He's finally breaking his silence on what happened with the Lakers that caused him to actually quit. He was on first take, and he did not hold back on discussing what some of the issues that he had with the Lakers organization was. The straw that broke the camel's back was I wanted to fire Luke Walton. And we had Max three meetings. I showed her the things he did well and the things he didn't do well. And I said, listen, we got to get a better coach. So the first day, well, let's think about it. Second day, okay, you can fire him. Then the next day, no, we should try to work it out. All right, in addition to that, he talks about the person who he feels like was a backstabber. So did it come down? I'm not, I understand the Luke Walton element. Yeah. But when you allude to the backstabbing, was it Rob Palenka that you're talking about? Is it Rob Palenka and other people within the Lakers organization? Who exactly were you talking about? No, just Rob. You know, it's disrespectful, man. You put a man like Magic Johnson in a position of power and don't give him no power. Out of all those people who who knows basketball better than the second greatest basketball player of all time, Magic Johnson, if he's the president of basketball operations, then let him handle that. Magic is not your token Negro. Magic is a boss. Magic has his own empire. He's trying to help you get your empire right now. So let him do that. And you know what he's going to end up doing? Coming back and buying that whole goddamn empire called the Lakers. Watch. Give it a moment. Give it a minute. I hope so. All right, well, make sure you guys check out that whole entire interview on First Take. Um, that man is the GOAT. How you going to not listen to a man who went one-on-one with HIV and won? Drop on the clues bomb for Urban Magic Johnson. Get that man some damn respect. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, Dr. Oz will be joining us, all right? 
some of you guys' uh, questions. Dr. Oz is here, so we'll talk to Dr. Oz about everything. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Dr. Oz. I feel blessed today. Lucky to be here. What up, Doc? Just today? You don't feel blessed every day? Every day, but especially around you. Just the energy. They, there's just there's an animal-like charisma coming from you, emanating from you. Well, thank the you, Doc. He's very <laughs> kinky this morning, Doc. I'm sliding over close. I'm sliding over to him now. Uh, I appreciate that. What are you going to do that. with these allergies? I saw you were having some allergy problems. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't usually get them that bad. Right, at me neither. All. But I looked in the U.S. Weather Service, and literally the tree pollen map, it's a bullseye on this area. Mm. And so I did two things. First, I started using neti pot. Wash your sinuses out. You know that Aladdin-like lamp? You put the water in the right nostril, comes out the left yeah. nostril. Make sure it's clean water. I never tried that. You, it is really effective for allergies. And the other thing is washing your hair. Mm-hmm. Because really? the pollen sticks to your hair. Charlie made no worries over there. Yeah, Charlie's <laughs> over. <laughs> I was like, what? wow. No, 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 my allergies are acting up. <laughs> but, you know, think about it. You, 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 yeah. you, you put hairspray especially, and it sticks everything together, so the pollen gets stuck to the hair. You lie down at night. All that pollen is basting your in your face, and you woke you wake up in the morning with swollen eyes, your runny mm. nose. So those are these if you can do them. Now, when you sat down, you said you wanted to talk about CBD, and that was good because like I was going to ask you about CBD because I've been on CBD for about three, four months now. Hey, why are you taking it? I like it for my anxiety, and it makes me sleep. So I take the syrup, I take the uh, gummies, and I take the drops that you put under your tongue, and I like the cream on my joints. Is it Everything. good for you? Is the CBD oil good? So we did a big investigation on CBD oils. Here's mm-hmm. my personal belief. It's not been proven, but I do believe it has wonderful medicinal benefits. But, and there's a big but here. But. We got 13 products. Ten of them did not have what they said was in it. Ooh. Really? Five of them had nothing. So nothing. it's not really regulated yet. Not, not regulated at all. Either the industry needs to do it or the government needs to do it. But there are a lot of people, Charlamagne, who are going to listen to you right now, go out and buy a CBD product. And they're going to have a miserable result. Mm-hmm. Pay a lot of money with no benefit. Why? Because they bought fake stuff. Mm-hmm. And how do you tell? It's hard. Right. I get mine from a pharmacy. The ones that we've tested were sold in pharmacies. Mm. Look, Charlie, it may work for some of those things. Mm-hmm. It probably doesn't help all of them equally well. Maybe it helps joint pain a lot, anxiety a lot, but not quite so good for sleep. And that's so beneficial for intestines or whatever. So people just start to shotgun it. Mm-hmm. And then they start to find their own little path. You might also think it's helping you menta- uh, mentally. Exactly. So you're Placebo. like, okay, I feel better now. Yeah, but, I, but it worries me a lot when 10 out of 13 specimens were fake. Yeah. Wow. Because that means most people are going to have a bad experience, and it's expensive. So what do they put what in about it? What's, gr- fake? Yeah, what's fake in no, it? They don't put CBD in it. Mm. They, there was literally no CBD in five of the te- of products. Wow. None, zero. And four of them had so little, we, you know. It wouldn't it was, even do anything. Exactly. What are the good CBD brands? I use Green Roads. I don't even know which brands are good or not. Mm-hmm. I've never looked at it. But I think the CBD industry ought to get together and create some kind of a certification process. Mm-hmm. They'll do it themselves. Don't let the government do it. Do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Say, we're going to stamp on this thing CBD real or something. Make some U.S. CBD or something that everyone can trust. Then, but if, if for, in the meantime, go for big companies. The bigger the company, the more likely they're going to be giving you real stuff because they're going to be going out of business otherwise. Yeah, I never thought about it. I just assumed it was good because it was in the pharmacy. No, not at all. That's one of the problems running into it. You know, I tell you, we have so much misinformation about things because of moral hang-ups. That's mm-hmm. one of the problems we're having with, with hallucinogens and, and magic, magic mushroom. mushrooms. That's psilocybin, yeah. You may not remember this, but Bill Wilson, who's the guy who started Alcoholics Anonymous, actually, how did he stop drinking? Because there was no Alcoholics Anonymous for him. He started it. Mm-hmm. He stopped drinking because he had this mystical experience, probably through hallucinogen, mm-hmm. where he realized what the truth was. 
And that got him to realize that alcohol wasn't his path. Mm -hmm. He tried to get LSD into the AA program for through the 50s, and, you know, even into the 60s, he was trying to do it. Why? Because he realized that for some people, if they weren't going to be able to meditate their way to peace, inner peace, there was maybe a hack, a one-time deal where you could take LSD just one time, have a new view of the world, and reset yourself. Mm -hmm. Let's think about it. What is addiction? Addiction happens because you create a fence around yourself to protect you, right? You build these little walls, and you don't realize till it's too late there's actually a cage. Then when the world doesn't react the way you want it to react, you panic. Mm. You get depressed. You start mm. resorting to drugs. You start. Get, you know, that's what PTSD is. PTSD mm. is you. You have this triggered event that just sort of locks you into a to a spot where you're all handcuffed. You can't move. So how do you free yourself from that? Well, there's some different tactics. One of them is meditation, prayer. But if you can't get there, and that's hard to do sometimes for some people because it's so stuck, there are medications. Mm -hmm. Some of the most important medications are actually hallucinogens. LSD, psilocybin, magic mushroom, ayahuasca. And this is not, I'm not talking about raving in concerts. That's mm -hmm. the worst way to do this stuff. This is not for recreational yeah. use, which is why I don't like what they're doing in Colorado. I think we ought to, however, free doctors to take care of patients. Have you ever tried any hallucinogens? I haven't, but I'll tell you why. I, I don't have a problem that I think it would help. I'm, I don't smoke, I don't drink. But listen, if I'm a smoke, if I was a smoker, I would think about it. Mm -hmm. And I, the data from the most recent study, 80% of people who are smokers, they stop smoking after trying with a doctor one of these hallucinogens, mm -hmm. and two-thirds still weren't smoking after a year. These are huge success rates. And it was one time. Same for alcoholism, same for PTSD, even depression may be the most important data. Because people kill themselves for depression. And if you can reset, like you know how you turn your computer on and off mm -hmm. if it locks up? That's basically what this is doing. So that's what hallucinogen what the f is the word? <laughs> that's what they do. That's what they do, reset you? Hallucinogen resets you. It allows you to see a world that you never realized existed. Now I'm trying, I did I did try mushrooms before. Y'all oh, know that. Me, what was it like? It was a it was a nice experience. But my thought is this, right? Because I've always heard to take any hallucinogens, if you're not in a good frame of mind, if you're depressed, it actually makes it even worse because the hallucinations that you have are kind of a reflection of what's going on in your mind. So I've always been told like not to take it if you're feeling that way. Well, the, the, the doctors that I've spoken to on this topic mm -hmm. say it needs to be guided. Right. So you take the pill, you lie down, you have to have this person make you feel safe. That sometimes a journey is not a, a, a happy journey because what you're going through is not happy. Mm -hmm. But if you feel safe, then at least you're not scared during the unhappy journey. I did it so long ago, but I would never go out and do it. it we were in, a, in the Poconos, actually, mm -hmm. me and my friends. And we were in the house and we weren't going anywhere. So I felt safe and it was a good experience. And how did it change you afterwards at all? Um, I felt very clear-headed afterward. Really? Mm-hmm. And I wished while I was while I was on it that I would would have been able to write certain things down because it does make you have a lot of different types of thoughts. But I just wasn't able to do that. Cause well, I, you, before you did the topic, so apparently I don't know this for a fact, but apocryphally, Steve Jobs, mm -hmm. creator of the iPhone, yeah. Apple, would take micro doses of LSD every day and yeah. then walk around meditating to the LSD he just taken, and then he would write the ideas down. Right. And that's how so, you got the smartphone. All right, we got more with Dr. Oz. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Dr. Oz. Maybe I'm from a different place, right? Like, I see mm -hmm. people who, when a kid don't act right, oh, he has ADHD. You know, if, if something's going wrong, oh, they have this type of problem. If, if something's going wrong in their life, oh, they have mental illness. And it feels like people are using this as an excuse 
and it, it feels like it's a trend, it's a fad. And and a lot of people that are affected by it are not getting help, and a lot of people are just using it as an excuse. I think it's a, a wonderfully wise insight. People crutch off these things. Mm -hmm. uh, they, some folks have problems that, that appropriately need to be treated. A lot of times people were worried that, there were, that big illnesses were being ignored, but there's a bit of a victim mentality. And I'll take, uh, I'll, I'll say I'm ADHD. Well, maybe you are. Right, but it doesn't really matter. It's quite, what are you going to do with it? So if I give you a medication for ADHD because you needed to get past the day, I get that. But don't crutch on that, and certainly don't believe you have to take that to get through your life. You should be able to figure out coping tactics because your whole life is about the challenges in it. Oh, see, that's why. But see, that's what I think the problem was with the hood when we were growing up. We didn't learn any coping tactics because when people came with these, you know, ailments, people said, "Oh, get over it. Oh, there's nothing wrong with you." So the cycle never got broken. That's right. So it just, it just kept the hood the up. Number, That's why I think we need social emotional learning in schools. The it's so funny you say that. I was I was at a, a good friend of mine's daughter graduated. Mm -hmm. uh, Timmy Schreiber. He owns. That's my guy. You know Timmy. It's my man. All right, so, so Love Timmy. So Timmy Schreiber's mother started the Special Olympics. He runs Special Olympics. This, he was John F. Kennedy's nephew, right? Mm -hmm. His his mother was John F. Kennedy's brother. We teach kids how to do math in school. Yeah, learn math. You got to learn the math. And if you're going to be good at, in life, you got to know how to do a little bit of math. But if you can't cope, if you don't have emotional coping skills, mm -hmm. I think you're speaking to, which is why Health Corps, other groups like that, Tim's on the, on the advisory board, mm -hmm. by the way, of Health Corps for that very reason. I don't know how to get people to realize this. It is the biggest disservice we do to our youth. And I go to schools all over the country, and it makes me want to cry when I see them unable to do to do the, the the coping skills that my coaches taught me in sports, I didn't learn it in English class. I learned it in on the football field, or you can learn it playing music, or you can learn it in the, you know fashion show. You can learn it many places, but if you're you in the hood. Mentors. You don't learn it at all. Exactly. Even learning place. how to treat each other, how to interact yeah. with each other. Not. Do you think they should change some of the curriculum in schools now? Yes, we're wait. It's like I feel like even some of you like they, they make us take you know so many different math classes and a lot of times we don't use any of that stuff once we get it, once we graduate. We have an 1830s agrarian system Absolutely. of education. Mm -hmm. It was built in a different a different country basically, right? Our nation, but in 1830 kids had to go out back to the farm in the summertime. We had different tactics that they had to learn. It was very rote. All the kids were together in the same class. I, look, we can be better than this. We need to reform education, not by throwing more money at it, mm -hmm. but by focusing on things that make a difference for the ability of these kids to succeed. That's what's always kept our country successful, mm -hmm. is that we didn't straight, you know, straight jacket our, our youth. Now, should we wash our chicken or not? That's no, <laughs> definitely not. Don't wash no. your chicken? I wash my chicken. You, I'm when, not going to wash my chicken. What do you mean don't wash your chicken? When you wash your chicken, okay, so why do you wash chicken? To get the bacteria off it, right? Clean it, yeah. Clean it. So when you wash your chicken, you spray the salmonella all over the kitchen, all over the, everywhere. It just splatters everywhere. Then you put the chicken into the oven, and the heat from the oven would have killed that salmonella anyway. But it's all in the sink, and we wash it with you hot water. Clean no, the sink out. It doesn't always go in the sink. People wash their salad in their sink. You just, when you splatter the water on the chicken, it goes outside the sink sometimes. It's been looked at. That's one of the problems. And yeah, that makes is, sense. And, and, you, and you also, you touch wow. the chicken then. You touch chicken with your hands. Mm -hmm. But you have you, to touch it anyway. Well, I, I, we take our chicken. We take. Uh, I, I use it with, you know, I grab it with two mm -hmm. fingers, but you can use prongs as well. Throw it in the, in the, in the oven and let, let the oven sterilize the chicken. Really? Then, yes. Then you don't have it on your hands, touching the salad, on the rest of the counter, your face, your mouth, uh, by mistake. But what if you're like, okay, so say you take it out and you have to bread it, you have to put breadcrumbs on it, flour and all it's of that. fried now. Right. Okay. Doctor, but you could also put that. You could put that, that, that in the, uh, you put that in the oven that. as well. You, you don't, we don't have any oven. of that things. We don't do that in my household. But so <laughs> any, any type of any type of preparation that you have to do though is still going to get you know the salmonella. No, no matter what you do, there's mm -hmm. no incremental benefit of watching the chicken. 
Really? If, if you wash it, you're not killing salmonella with wa- with water, believe it or not. Black people mad right now. Right yeah, now. I ain't gonna lie. I know you told me not to curse, but that's what white people <laughs> <done>. <laughs> We gotta wash the chicken, doctor. Come on, like, no, it doesn't. There's no benefit, please. What you said makes perfect sense. That's though. what they've been saying in all the articles. But I still gotta wash my chicken. No, though. it saves some lives here. Come on now, no more. Let's make make that our anthem for the summer. No more washing chicken. Put it in the oven. Let the Damn. oven do the work for you. I've been washing chicken my whole life, and I've Me never too. had salmonella. I know you wouldn't have had it anyway. <laughs> You're wasting all that time washing chicken. What about washing your legs. Well, let me ask you, how do you wash your bottom? That's a more important question. My ass? Yeah. I got two different rags. I got one rag for, for the body, and then I got a, a rag just for my privates. No, but I'm talking about when you, like when you go to the bathroom day in and day out, like you go to the bathroom in the next couple you hours. Poop. You Front poop. Front to back. When you poop, you see me, how, you you poop, poop how do you clean you your bottom? Front to back. This is getting kinky, though. This is getting okay, kinky. Okay, now that's all. Now, just real quickly. Go like this. Purse your lips. Whoa. That's what, you, that's what your ass looks like right there. How do you know? Because biologically... <laughs> no, it, it, do you get a shell of man? I'm you, suing, Doctor. I don't know. That just made me feel uncomfortable. Like I don't know. Like do it again. That's his ass. That's his ass, Doctor. You see the two. If I were to biopsy the skin around the lips, <laughs> it's the exact same, exact as, as your ass has. Oh. Exact. Really? Yeah. So this, this tissue looks the same as tissue down below. If I were to get stuff on my lips, would I take sandpaper, toilet paper, and go like this, like this? No. No. You wash it with water. So you don't wash your ass? With water. Oh. I always do. But not soap? Not soap. You don't, you don't, you don't wash your mouth with your lips with salt. If, 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 you get, if I spill some of your grape juice, by the way, on my lips, I wipe it with the, with the, with the water. I wipe it like this. Well, what's cleaner, your mouth or your ass? You know, interestingly, they both have tons of germs. Yeah. And the mouth has anaerobic germs, which are the ones without, you know, they're, they're both a problem. Because so, I would think I put more stuff in my mouth on a daily basis. Well, you sure yeah, do. we know. You, know. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah we know what you mean. I think people will be using moist wipes. Uh-huh. I take toilet paper, I spit on it to moisten it, or use a sink. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. freaky you guys on on that Where you spit yeah. on toilet paper and wipe your ass? Yes. Because that way it's not... Why don't you use a wet wipe? Wet wipe's okay, too, but wet wipes mess up the sewer system. I went to, over to Brooklyn... I put it in the, in the garbage, not in the toilet. That's part. That's to do that. Mm-hmm. You yeah, you're not supposed to put wet wipes in the toilet. Toilet paper and wipe your ass? Yes. I, and so take it, fold it up, spit on there, and then you wipe your bottom. And then that's oh. a, it's a moist wipe, basically, on your bottom. Throw that in the toilet because it gets dissolved perfectly then and you you're good to go. But is it still wet tissue? Yeah, then you got toilet paper stuffing your ass. Well, no, you want high-quality toilet paper, please. I mean, they, oh. they don't cheap stuff. High-quality spit. You need exactly. your mama's spit. You know your mama's Invested. spit that can clean off everything off your face? You need your mama's spit to wipe your ass. <laughs> All right, don't move. We got more with Dr. Oz. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. EJ, Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Dr. Oz is here. Yee. Now, what are your thoughts on Alabama this and these crazy. anti-abortion laws that they're passing in Alabama? Well, that they've passed. I'm, I'm really worried about it. I'll tell you, I, I've taken care of a lot of women who've had uh, issues around childbirth. The problem with the law as it stands now, and I think the, I think the law was really only passed to generate a Supreme Court challenge, but most women don't know they're pregnant. And it's only it's two weeks past your last period mm-hmm. when you when you have to decide by. Well, yeah. I, I have people That's on the show all the time who never know they were pregnant, even when they were delivering. 50% of women don't know they're pregnant when they're pregnant. Jesus. So you're asking women to decide almost instantaneously if they're pregnant or not. And they, it's also banned in case of incest and rape. And so I don't quite get it as a doctor. And the other thing is this whole thing about heart beating. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are electrical changes at six weeks, but the heart's not beating. If you if you were if you were to say, starting from when we can hear the heart, like mm-hmm. when the heart's really doing something, that would be different. Mm-hmm. 
That's not six weeks, though. Right. So if you can define life by a beating heart, then make it a beating heart. And what really concerns me is I feel like it's banning safe abortions because women, if they're determined to do something, it just won't be done safely. So if you're determined to get an abortion, which has happened in the past, it'll be done in a dangerous way and it could actually kill you. It's, as a doctor, just putting my doctor hat on, it's big time concern because I, I went to medical school in Philadelphia and I saw women who'd had coat hanger events. Mm. I mean, they're really traumatic events that happened when they were younger be, before Roe versus Wade. And they, many of them were harmed for life, emotionally discarding anyway. Right. At a personal level, I, I wouldn't want anyone in my family to have an abortion, but I don't want to interfere with everyone else's stuff because it's hard enough to get into life as it is. And I think the the, the, the rule that, that most Americans seem to support is if the child was viable outside the womb, then you don't want to kill that child. Mm-hmm. If the child was not going to be able to survive outside the mom, then the mom runs the show. This is a hard issue for everybody because I get it. But just being logical about it, mm-hmm. if you think that at the moment of conception you've got a life, then why would you even wait six weeks? Right? Then then an in vitro fertilized egg is still a life. Then you would have to get rid of everything, like plan B. Everything goes away. Mm-hmm. Well, plan, plan B would be considered criminal under some of these mm-hmm. laws. I mean, as a doctor, you know, they said that they're going to lock doctors up if they perform these abortions. How did that make you feel? And would you still perform it? Because some doctors said, I'm still going to do it regardless. In Alabama, I think the, your, your your primary responsibility is to your patient, mm-hmm. and they and the reason they say they're going to lock doctors up is because people don't want to say they're going to lock the moms up because mm-hmm. no one wants that. Right? Do you think this abortion ban could be self-preservation for the right white race because white people are dying more than they are giving birth, and non-white women aren't having babies? And no, I think it's that's, that's again another effort to, to 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 stimulate people to fight when instead of dealing with the real issue. Right. Now everybody's trying to get their summer body. <laughs> yes, look, we have our drink fresh juice here that I um, did, and that I think has been really good for people to um, drink all natural, superb. organic I mean, juices, no sugar <laughs> added. I'm having the beet gingerade. Yes. And I should point, beet is one of the best ways to get of building red cells. Mm-hmm. So I already feel energized, and ginger helps with the nausea because sometimes Charlemagne can nauseate. Yes, he can. Me. Yes, but not beet today. Is great right before you work out too. That's you gotta watch him when he tries to nauseate you. You, you made us sick talking about spitting on your ass. I know. That was but weird. The- <laughs> Did he turn into a You went right back to that. What's the healthiest way to lose weight for the summer? Doc? Huge study just came out looking at this. Actually, the U.S. government helped support this. They did. They took this group of people, 31-year-old healthy people, and they put them on one of two programs. Mm-hmm. And they put them in basically a lockdown area so they could only eat what they were given. It's the same, by the way, they both had same amount of same numbers of fats, uh, carbohydrates, mm-hmm. everything, uh, proteins. Half of them got it from whole food. That came out of the ground looking the way it looks when you eat it. And the other half got it through healthy processed food, like baked potato chips mm-hmm. and uh, like fiber sticks. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so again, same basic macronutrients, but half got from whole foods. The other half got it from processed things, like soy isolates, but the exact same nutrient content. The group that got it from whole foods lost 500 calories a day. Wow. That's, they, 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 used to work, they weren't hungry. Mm-hmm. The group that got it from the processed foods, they ate 500 calories more because they were hungrier even though they ate the same number of calories as the other guys. Mm. And what it reminds us is our body, for hundreds of thousands of years, has gotten used to eating real food. And so when we try to process the food, even if we're making healthy processed foods, it doesn't quite work. Mm. You can't trick your hormones. So the reason skinny people get skinny, the reason you lose weight fast, you're not hungry. And why, why aren't you hungry? Because you ate whole food. Mm-hmm. So eat whole food, but, but a but low-carb version of it. Gotcha. So real protein, uh, real fats, but not animal fats, but vegetable fats primarily. And the best way to do that is, is primarily be vegan. Mm-hmm. I, eat, I eat what's called a pegan diet. So it's vegan with a lot of meat. 
Oh my gosh, yeah, that's not nowhere near vegan. vegan. No, 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 not, not a lot, but but you think about it. I did a study on the show. We had twenty <laughs> popular diet. diets. That's the, the, the two most popular <laughs> ones were vegan and paleo. Right. So if you marry, the problem with vegan is you get lonely because no one wants to be around you because you can't eat because <laughs> you can't eat at any of the good places. And then paleo is you know, you're only eating meat, so you can make the we made the pegan diet. It was we had millions of downloads free by the way. It, it, everyone can download it on drtrials.com. But the pegan diet is vegan food with a little bit of the protein meat swapped out for meat or other sources. What of about stuff like Beyond Burgers, Impossible Burgers, all of these? I love them. Me too. They're uh, great. Beyond Burgers, I'm, and so many places are selling them now. Yeah, well, listen, you can get vegetable-based foods. It's better for the planet. Listen, everyone worries about the gas emissions and coal plants. What's destroying our economy in many ways is the, is the, is the way we eat so much meat. So I don't mind a little bit of meat, high quality, mm-hmm. but make it the side dish, make it the accoutrement. Don't make it your your big slab because animal farming is go- is going to create environmental issues that we're all going to have to cope with. So again, don't get rid of all of it, just temper it a bit. Yeah, I read those Beyond Burgers. I, I really I think I read this this weekend that they're not good for you because you don't know what's in them, and they said they're going to start genetically modifying Beyond Burgers now. Well, they are, there's, there's something called Memphis Meats that are already, uh, they make them from cells. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- that's the future. We're making that from cheeses and eggs. You're going to be able to make synthetic versions of these proteins that taste like, they don't, they're not just mimicking meat. They actually taste just like the meat. Because mm-hmm. you don't have to grow meat with a cow uh, eating grain. You can grow meat in a test tube. But what is it, though? That's not even plant-based if they're doing that. No, it's, it's, you're putting the exact same things that animals would eat into the, into the meat. And it, that's why it tastes just like it. And it actually is literally the... The chemical structure is identical mm. to the meat you get from a cow. And that's good for you? It, it looks so similar that it's hard to say that it's bad for mm-hmm. you. But some of these other burgers are just plant-based alternatives to it. But I wouldn't be harsh on these, Charlie. We're going we're gonna to have to find alternatives to the way we're eating right now. And people love their meat. Yeah. I like eating meat. So we're going to have to give people... Yeah, Charlamagne s- loves meat. Yes, he does like meat. So Pegan diet. <laughs> Pegan. 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 <laughs> 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 you know what pegan stands is no. close to? What? Pegging. Well, yes, of course. Okay, you ever had a pegging diet? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that even come from? What is going oh, on here? Tell people where they can hear you every day, Doc. Oh, go, to, go to drhouse.com. Check it out. Oh, listen, we're on, we're on uh, Fox 5 here in New York, but we're, we're all over the country. It's our ten, we just finished our 10th season, by the way. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Hey. Hey. Well, thank I you s- for coming up here all the time. You, you know, some people that listen, you are their doctor. Well, God bless you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> all right. Well, we learned a lot from Dr. Oz today. Wipe your butt, spit on the toilet paper, and wipe and, and the pegging diet yet. is healthy. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh, talking behind the scenes about Game of Thrones, how I hated the ending. I've never seen Game of Thrones. And, Me uh, neither. I'm happy about that. I am in the 1% of people mm. who have never seen Game of Thrones. And, I mean, you know, I know people will always be like, so what, you ain't never seen Game of Thrones? You think you're better than us? Yes. Yeah, well, yes, you should have seen it. I just didn't like the ending. The ending wasn't good. I needed more. Man. It's hard to close. I keep trying to tell y'all that. That's why Avengers Endgame needs to get more respect, okay? It's hard to close. It's a whack ending. All right? I didn't like it. Anyway, let's Ask get to LeBron the LeBron James, how hard it is to close. Okay? <laughs> yeah, leave LeBron alone, man. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jada Pinkett. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Jada Pickett-Smith is opening up about having an unhealthy relationship with watching porn. Now, what does that mean? Because at first she was talking about addiction. Was it a porn addiction? Here's what she had to say on Red Table Talk. 
If I was still on my porn game, I'd be able to show you some good porn. Because back in the day, I had a little porn addiction. But I wasn't in a relationship when I had a porn addiction, believe Damn. it or not. Thank goodness. And I actually feel like I was using maybe addiction a little lightly. And maybe I will say now that I had an unhealthy relationship to porn at one point in my life where I was trying to practice abstinence. Exactly. All right. So you can be abstinent, I guess, and watch porn, right? That's- no. Because no, you're not it, having sex. Yeah, but being watching the porn is just going to make you want to have sex. It's going to make it harder for you to abstain from sex. But as long as you're not doing it, I guess, right? If you're being abstinent, I you're guess. not having sex. Does abstinence include masturbation as well? I don't know. Mm. I think abstinence just means no sexual intercourse. Got you. Uh, normally, but yeah. So have you guys ever felt like you had a porn addiction? No. I mean, <laughs> I still watch you, porn now. I've been watching porn for... Yeah, but I'm talking years. about addiction, not just watching it casually. I mean, I mean I've been doing it for 30 plus it, years. I might be addicted it changed, to it. I don't know. Has it changed the way you have sex? Because uh, that's another thing that she was talking about, just uh, interfering oh, I, with the I way was, she engaged with her real-life sex partners because of her porn relationship. Well, yeah, when I was young, I used to try to all those porn tricks, you know what I'm saying? But as you get older, you got to start saying that that's CGI. You <laughs> know what hurts, I'm saying? Yeah, hurts, that yeah. ain't real. That's not a real penis. That's the prosthetic penis. And Jared Lamar talking about the prosthetic penis. That penis ain't real. You, you want a real one. You don't want a prosthetic. Man, shut up. Okay, you know what now the hell let's I'm talking about. Now let's talk about some more uh, of the drama surrounding Nipsey Hussle because right now his sister is getting custody of Nipsey Hussle's daughter Imani. Now Imani is also Tanisha Foster's daughter, and she's been in court. She was in court yesterday trying to regain custody of her ten-year-old daughter Imani. Imani's been living with Samantha, who is Nipsey's sister, since uh, Nipsey passed away in March. So the family was in court, and they believe that she's just not fit to care for her own daughter. Mm. They believe that because she's had uh, all kinds of situations with the law, she has a warrant out for her arrest right now because of an unsettled DUI case in 2017. She's got a lengthy rap sheet with arrest dating back to 2006 and 2007. So the family feels like Imani would be better off with Nipsey's sister who has played a crucial role in helping raise her when Nipsey was still alive. All right, so I'm sure that's a difficult situation that they're dealing with right now. Other news, the man who allegedly killed Nipsey Hussle, according to reports, there's some new witness statements, and they're saying that before that incident happened, there are two women who say that a male friend told them that he was attacked at his apartment by Eric Holder, the man who was suspected of killing Nipsey Hussle, just one hour before Nipsey's murder. According to those statements, I guess the guy sold Eric Holder some marijuana, And Eric Holder showed up at his place and says that he feels like the marijuana was laced with some other drug. They went into the hallway to talk. And according to reports, he said that Eric Holder's breathing was was very heavy and he was very excited and then pistol whipped him in the back of the head, allegedly. So these are new reports that are coming out. Apparently, the man was afraid to come forward because clearly he was selling weed. Well, Eric Holder is uh, clearly right where he needs to be. Right. Well, actually, he needs to be dead, but you know, whatever. All right, now, Sierra is accepted into Harvard Business School as well. She posted, <laughs> what's so funny? Which business school? She, she said, I always dreamt of going to college, but by God's grace, my music career took me on a path that I'm so thankful for. This week, I got accepted into Harvard. Words cannot describe my excitement. Thank you. And she thanked uh, somebody named Anita for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to attend Harvard BEMS. So is she really going to the school, or is it online? Did she do what no, Swiss did, where she went to the school and stayed there? Or is it one of those things where... Because they're watering down this Harvard degree right now. I it's just want to say It's a business that. and entertainment program that people are doing. So, so it's not like you are going to Harvard 
the actual school. So You're doing, doing a program at Harvard. So I don't think it's, yeah, it's like a business program. Oh, is it online or are they actually going to the school? Some people do the program where you go on campus. I don't know if she's doing the online one or if she's going to be on campus attending. I'm going now, this is commendable for a number of reasons. Russell Wilson just signed that big-ass contract, right? Correct. It's like $147 million or yes. something like that. So it would be easy for her to just kick back, you know, continue to have Russell's babies and, you know, live her life like it's golden. She's like, no, I want to continue to better myself, you know? And go pay for a degree from Harvard. Well, she's a I singer. Think this is great. Well, she's a singer. You know that, right? You didn't say she, that she was a singer. You said she just had Russell's baby. She's a singer. Yeah, she has her own career. She has her own before career. Russell. We talking and about her going back to school. It's the same difference. Okay, but you we just said she just having babies. But she's a singer. She has I a career. She no, just released the album. No, that's not what I said. What I said was the thing she could do is sit back from at this point and have Russell's kids and just be a wife. But she decided, you know what? I'm going to go back to Harvard and better myself. And you know she also just put an album out. She just put an album out. Y'all ain't buy it? You Beauty don't marks. play her music? So stop it. Now, let's talk about that. Talk about what? When, is, when do we play Sierra's music? <laughs> when yeah, exactly. We, Since y'all want to act all holier than now, she got an album She out. do got an album What's the name out. of it, ye? It's called uh, Sierra. Beauty Marks. Beauty Marks. Oh, Beauty Marks. That's not the name yeah. of it. Yes, it <laughs> is. She Googled that. No, she I do know the name that. of it. That was fast. Because I saw that her fast. performing yeah, and everything. Good. No, I That's do know she has good, an album yeah. out. She does have an album out. discussed it. Was that a single or an album? An album. Oh, okay. She put out an entire album. You should listen to it. No, I will when you do. As soon right, as you I, do, I promise you I will, Amy. Okay. You the DJ. All right, I'm going to listen to it. Play some Sierra right now. I saw her performing, and her, she told it's everybody Biggie's to birthday, make bro. sure you download her album, listen to that album, get that Beauty Marks album. Yep. So shout out to Cece. She really did put out an album. Yes, she did yes, last week. I'm not lying. I seen Lala post it. That's all I'm saying. She's not just having babies. She's still working and putting she out is. music. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. <laughs> You'll be knowing all other kind of little extraneous facts. You should have known that. Charlotte, what are you looking so? What are you looking like that for? I was just looking at the album sale. What's the album sale? I mean, 10000 in his first week, but I mean, who cares? Like, you got a Harvey, you know? It's just, it's just, it's just who cares? It's 10000 You I mean, are a jerk. I'm not. I'm just, I'm just. You didn't have to say that. You, should, you, should you said, shouldn't have asked me. <laughs> you should have said, I don't know. That's what you should have said. If you don't have nothing nice to say, he's nice to say, don't say nothing. Then your mom Can we get ready for donkey of the what day? What about your therapist? Right, who, who are you giving that donkey I'm just, to? I'm just trying to be the best me I can be. All right? You said what now? Who are you giving your donkey to? Oh, you know what? Today's donkey of the day is uh, going to a bunch of little kids at a middle school in Ohio, all right? I want y'all to all go back to when you used to do pranks in school and, and ask yourself, would you have done this? We'll talk about it for after the hour. All right, and uh, today is Biggie's birthday, so we're getting on Biggie mini mixes all morning long. All long, uh, long, I should say. On the lawn. I said on the lawn, right? All morning long. So after the top of the hour, we're going to get one on. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey. donkey, donkey. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey today? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. To the Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, May 21st, National Notorious B.I.G. Day. It goes to a group of middle school students in Ohio, okay? The school is called Hyatt's Middle School. It's located in Powell. I think I pronounced that right, Powell. Uh, Of course, no names have been released in regards to this situation because these middle school kids are just that kids, all right? And let the record show, I was a badass little kid around 7th or 8th grade is when I really started being disruptive. Most of my disruptions came in the form of pranks. I was all about the joke. I wanted to laugh, okay? And I wanted, you know, I would get that laugh regardless of who I had to embarrass to get it. Now, my teachers used to be on the receiving end of a lot of this disruptive energy uh, I was giving out. Oh, we used to terrorize teachers. I want to tell you some stories, but y'all so sensitive nowadays, y'all might try to get me punished for things 
I did in seventh and eighth grade. Okay, that's why I write books, though. And you can go get my New York Times bestseller, Black Privilege, to read all about my old wild out days. Now, I will say, I'll tell you one, uh, and you know, I, I have seen bodily secretions used as props in a prank. Okay, I have a cousin who once told a teacher, uh, uh, uh. You have something on your nose. The teacher said, What? And he said, It's right there. And she said, Where? And he, with suffocation on his finger proceeded to say right there and smear smear a little poop pate under her nose where her mustache would be all right bro listen in seventh grade i thought that was hilarious at 40 i do think it's disgusting all right and i often ask myself what the hell was wrong with us and i'm bringing that up because when i saw this story this morning in the new york post i had to think in seventh or eighth grade would i have done something like this the answer for me would be no would my friends or family have done something like this well i just told you what he did with a little diaper gravy to a teacher so it's possible. But I want you all to think back to 7th or 8th grade. Put yourself in this mindset and ask yourself, would you have done what these kids at Hyatt Middle School in Ohio allegedly did? Let's go to WBNSCBS 10 for the report, please. A disturbing allegation against middle school students. Tonight, an investigation is underway into whether they put bodily fluids on food fed to their teachers. The alleged assaults happened Thursday in a global gourmet class at Hyatt's Middle School. Olentangy School says it was during a student cooking competition that students allegedly contaminated food they were serving to teachers who were judging the contest. More specifically, students are alleged to have put urine and or semen onto crepes fed to teachers. According to information received by the Delaware County Sheriff's Office, a video of some portion of the acts was circulating Thursday. School administrators learned of the alleged act and contacted police. Tonight, the Sheriff's Office is actively investigating but has not yet filed charges. The charge that could apply is felony assault because it was committed at school and against a teacher. That's right. Uh, you heard correctly. These kids put a little two-ball throat cream into some crepes. All right. First of all, I wouldn't have done this in middle school because I didn't ejaculate until at least 10th grade. All right. And I didn't have sex and masturbate until high school, so I wouldn't have known how to produce that man chowder on command if I tried. All right. Number one, kids, if you did this, why would you record it? All right. Nobody, nobody would have known there was any nut butter in the crepes if you didn't record it. Now, the authorities are working with school officials and conducting lab tests to see if it was indeed the cream of some young guy in the crepes all right okay uh, uh, uh. i have nothing else to say about this donkey of the day okay because donkey of the day is all about giving people the credit they deserve for being stupid and i think we can all agree putting a little penis pudding in the teacher's crepes uh, uh, uh. is indeed <laughs> stupid all right please give these kids at hyatt's middle school the biggest e-haw <laughs> also keep in mind the lawyer for one of the students said to use caution before reaching any conclusions that's and disgusting. I, and, and I agree with that. All right. Yeah. This could be a misunderstanding or there might be a lotion called caution. And okay, reaching a conclusion from. is slang for letting off that pecker snot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you kids. I'm <laughs> you guys are disgusting, bro. Listen, them kids in Ohio better be lucky they're not in Alabama. All right. Fooling around to go to jail for dumping all those babies down the drain. All right. Okay. So you would put your finger in your poop to put it on your teacher? You know, mind. All right. Well, well that, you should spit on a to toilet paper and wipe your butt. According to, <laughs> yes, you should do. And according to Dr. Oz, those crepes are perfectly fine because the bacteria, <laughs> the bacteria from cooking the crepes, the heat kills all the semen, the bacteria in the semen. Oh my goodness! All right. All That's right. According to Dr. Oz. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. All right. Now, yesterday we had Shaggy on the show. Now, Shaggy uh, was talking about uh, issues he had with his mom. Let's play a clip of it. Some people aren't supposed to be parents, bro. 
And you said you've had a, a strange relationship with your mom. It's been how long since you guys have spoken? I haven't spoken to her about probably like three years. Why don't you speak to her though? I try to because, but it's so toxic because she's verbally abusive. Oh, let's talk. And about then she's verbally abusive to my children. Did you feel like your mom shouldn't have been a parent? Yeah. Abuse becomes normal Damn. after a while because you adjust. So that's why I'm saying get to a point where you have to do stop the cycle. So I don't think it's her fault, you know. And I got to come to terms with that and figure out how am I going to have that conversation because we're we're on a race against time and the love is there immensely. You know, I, I still take care of her financially, whatever it is. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Let's have a discussion. 800-585-1051. Have you had issues with your parents? That's right. Therapy talk, baby. I've had those same conversations Shaggy was having with us with my therapist in regards to my father. And I just love how this show can go from semen to serious issues in 1.2 seconds. It's the best, baby. It's the Why best. can't semen be a serious issue? I mean, it is. It just depends how you use it. <laughs> you right. know what? Well, back to the question, all right? Forget to clear semen out your mind. 800. Wipe all the semen away out of your mind. Wipe it up. Clear semen. it up. You don't stop. Would you stop trying to be serious, man? 800-585-1051. Have you had issues with your parents? Have you forgave them? Do you, you know, still hold a grudge? Do you think maybe your parents shouldn't be parents? Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hit up with a little biggie 101. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were talking about Shaggy. He was here yesterday, and he was talking about his mom. Let's play a clip. Some people aren't supposed to be parents. And you said you've had a, a strange relationship with your mom. It's been how long since you guys have spoken? I haven't spoken to her about probably like three years. Why don't you speak to her, though? I try to, because, but it's so toxic because she's verbally abusive. Oh, let's talk And about then it. she's verbally abusive to my children. Did you feel like your mom shouldn't have been a parent? Yeah. Abuse becomes normal mm -hmm. after a while because you adjust. So that's why I'm saying get to a point where you have to do stop the cycle. So I don't think it's her fault, you know, and I got to come to terms with that and figure out how am I going to have that conversation because we're, we're on a race against time. So 800-585-1051, have you had issues with your parents? Have you forgave them? Do you hold grudges? Charlemagne. Um, yo, I've had these same conversations with my therapist in regards to my father. Uh, I, I love my father. You know, I just had my issues with my father for, you know, actually just leaving my mom back in the day um, for another woman. He's remarried now. So, so I always, you know, held a grudge against him. Didn't even realize I actually had a grudge against him until I started you know, going going to therapy and, and peeling back a lot of a lot of things. But I think that we all gotta be patient with our parents. I think that we forget that our parents had a life before they were our parents. They had their own traumas to deal with and they never had the luxury of healing like we do. You know, I don't think we realize that. I was able to have a better understanding of my father when I realized, you know, he contemplated suicide back in the day and he went to therapy two two and three times a week and he had to be on 10 to 12 different medications for mental health issues and he was self-medicating so he was in and out of rehab for alcohol and, and drugs. So when you get a better understanding of your parents from that angle and you understand that they got their own traumas to deal with, you know, you'll be more patient with your parents and, and and I just hope that we all can pass along more to our children than just trauma. Yeah, I think um I, I had an issue with my, my parents a couple of years ago. Uh, I mean, my dad is, if, if, you know, my dad is a retired police officer and he really looks out for the best interest of the family. It doesn't matter if, if you have a problem with what he says. It doesn't matter if, you know, 
how old you are. My dad's going to be my dad. To the point where my assistant, you know, uh, my dad would tell me that be careful of her because she might be an IRS agent or undercover cop. Jesus. Just be careful. But that's how my dad is. He doesn't respect anybody. You have to you have to earn his trust. That's what he is, and that's what I love about him. We didn't speak for, like, a couple of months, but, I mean, we got over it. And, like, like I said, my dad's my best friend. Like, he's that best friend that will tell you the real. He'll curse you out. But he loves me. I know that if I need a, I got a problem, my mom and dad will be right there. And what about you, Yee? I definitely didn't talk to my dad for years when I was younger. Papa um, Yee? What Papa Yee do? From high school to college, we just did not communicate at all. Why? Um, I think we had a lot of issues when I was growing up. And I think part of it was because how he was disciplined as a kid. He disciplined us. He was pretty harsh with us. I actually even got kicked out of the house for a period of time. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing, too. You I know, when Shaggy talks out. about those beatings. Like, I remember one time my father beat me with an extension cord and made me go take a bath because I was lighting the carpet on fire. And, you know, you... you, yeah, you deserved it. Man, <laughs> shut up. You think that's re- you think that's regular, but you, you got to understand, hurt people hurt people. So whatever he was dealing with in his life, he may have t- taken out on me. Right, You sure. know what I'm saying? Like, and, and he may not have meant to take it out on me, but it just came out. Yeah, we got beating me and my brother every day. And one time I put a book in my butt and he started you put a beating. Buck in your butt? Yeah, so they wouldn't, you know, Whoa. and then it, then when he was beating me, it was just making a noise, and then he realized. My pops never hit me. My pops has never hit me, not with a belt, not with a <laughs> nothing. My daddy used to go upside <laughs> my head Grandmother, all the goddamn time. auntie, mama, but my pops never hit me. But let's go to the phone lines. Layla, good morning, Layla. Good morning, Andy. Hey. Yeah, you have, you hey, Layla. Please, queen. You have issues with your parents? Yeah, I don't have no relationship with either one of them. Why? Well, my mom, it was always, she got to have, she ain't doing nothing unless she getting something out of it. What, five years ago, she tried to kidnap my kids, her, my grandma, and my mom's Whoa. sister. Wow. And my last straw was when um, my sister had breast cancer. hmm And she got both of her breasts removed in April. She didn't call, check on her or nothing until June, and I was just to bed for some money. Wow. Like, she never cares. She don't, I mean, she don't even have a relationship with my kids. My kids don't even like dealing with her how she is. So you think that's just going to happen forever now? Or do you want to make amends? I tried to make amends with her. Um, I think it was in my early 20s. I had moved to Detroit where she was at. And I told her the only reason why I came up here was to try to have a mother-daughter relationship with her. She said, I don't want one with you. Damn. I'm like, damn. I'm sorry, mom. You know, as hurtful as it may sound, it's a very tricky situation because... When you pray to God to take negativity out of your life, he's not swinging at spirits. He's swinging at people and things. That's the embodiment of that negativity. And sometimes it might be your parents. You just don't know. Do you parent your kids differently? Yeah, I don't do nothing that she do. Like, I have my days that I can tell that. I think when it comes to punishing, because she was like something else. Like, she beated me the whole time until we got taken away at nine years old. Beated you? And when she used to see me on the street, she still would jump on me. Wow. All right. Well, thank you for your call, man. I hope that you and your mom can Is your mom alive? Your mom's still alive, right? Yeah, she's still alive. I hope that y'all can work it out, you know, before she passes, before she goes, and y'all be able to talk about everything. I'm telling you, though, man, hurt people hurt people. A lot of those major beatings we used to get when we was young, like, that was because our parents had their own traumas. And whether they knew it or not, they was taking it out on the kids. 800-585-1051. Have you had issues with your parents? Do you forgive them? Do you hold grudges? Call us up. Let us know. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about issues with your parents. Have you had issues with your parents? Do you forgive them? Do you hold on a grudge? Do you just not talk to them anymore? Right? I can't believe that there's anybody who's never had any issues with their parents. Yeah, and, and I also want to say, too, man, I love my father. You know, I just also realized that I have the potential to be just like him, and I learned from his mistakes because I don't want to do my wife and family, you know, the way my father did, you know, my my mother's family. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to be a, a, a better man, and, and I love him. I just understand that healing is a luxury our parents didn't have. Like, you know, like going to therapy and see, paying for counseling, like, that's a luxury. Like, we the first generation that's really getting the luxury to do that. Our parents were too busy trying to put food on the table. You know what I'm saying? Imagine my mom being, you know, a, a school teacher in South Carolina, probably making like 25 grand a year, trying to raise five kids. You know what I mean? And, and you know, your, your, your father's doing the best he can, but he's fighting his substance abuse addiction and all kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's I, a lot. I see what you say. I mean, because of the, you know, my parents, one thing I would say, my dad has been real. You know, you know whether he was smoke. my dad used to smoke cigarettes and he gave that up. He used to drink, he gave that up. Even him being a police officer, he was so protective because he would see so many different things in the streets and I, I would always hate it because he was so protective. But now that I have my kids, I understand and I get it. Yes. You know, because I'm, I'm that protective and sometimes my son is a little... Like, Dad, can I do this? Or my daughter's like, Dad, can I do that? But no, I see what's going on out there, and I just want to protect. I want to make sure that, you know, I can see my grandkids sometimes or my great-grandkids when I when, when they have them. You know, I just and, want to make sure my kids are safe. And you're right, and you can only teach what you know. Correct. So our parents, you know, were teaching from their level of understanding, from their level of empathy, from their level of compassion. And a lot of times, especially when you're dealing with fathers, they don't have that. Right. Ray. Good morning. Hey, Ray, you don't, you don't talk to your moms? What's going on with your parents? Uh, well, my, my father is no longer in the picture. He passed. Um, but my mother, my mom, she uh, decided that she was angry enough to sue me at a time when I was down financially. Mm. And um, I just felt like at that moment, you felt like it was okay to take out of my son's mouth because, you know, I have a child to take care of. Wow. Dang. Wow. Well, I'm sorry, Mama. So y'all not, not, not on speaking terms at all? Not at all. <sighs> See, I, once again, I said, I, I, I said this already, but... For real, man. Sometimes when you pray to God to take negativity out of your life, he's not swinging at spirits. He's swinging at people and things. That's the embodiment of that negativity, man. And sometimes it is your parents. Like, I don't know what to say. Is there anything that you yeah. hope happens? Do you hope that y'all can resolve this? Honestly, no. I don't think there's anything that she can do to resolve it with me. Wow. Well, I hope y'all do get to a place where y'all can, can speak and, and really have that conversation. Thank you for calling. Thank you. You guys have a good day. You, you too. too. Thanks, you too. Veronica. Yes. What's going on with your family? Um, I see you that the pattern in my family with the, you know, mental abuse and physical abuse passed down from my grandmother to my mother and my oldest sister to the point where VHS uh, had to remove kids from my oldest sister and I end up having to take care of them. Mm. So, like, I speak to my mom now. You know, our relationship has gotten a lot better since I've got older, but my oldest sister, I hadn't spoke to her in, like, about 10 years because of the whole issue. Man, that sucks. Wow. It is. And I mean, I've, I raised three of her boys and I had another sister that had to raise two of her girls because, you know, one, one of her kids, you know, passed in her care. And that's why the kids were taken away because she was physically and mentally abusing them, not taking, she had a set of twins and not taking them to the hospital or their uh, appointments because they were premature 
and the boy he was born with a hole in his heart wow. where he was healthy enough to get the hole repaired and him have a full recovery and you know no problems would be you know he would have no problems down the the line but he ne- she never took him to any of his checkups or anything so the doctor ended up calling and you know letting DHS know and that's what started the ball rolling and so once the kids were taken out of her care they were placed in my mom care which they went through the same abuse mm. and, and how are the how are the kids now well you know I'm glad to say that all of them once they were removed you know they they did well once they were in our, me and my sister's house all right well thank you for calling man and, and sharing your story yeah you know it's so crazy I, I- I honestly just had a grudge against my pops because he left my mom for another woman, which is one of the reasons that I am a member of the faithful black male community because I refused to lose my family and or break up my family for another woman. But I had to learn that my father just made a choice and that was the plan for his life. So I had to let that go. Right. You know? All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? I mean, the moral of the story for me is just be patient with your parents because they have their own pain and their, their own hurt and their own traumas and they didn't get a chance to heal. But we are the generation that can break all those cycles and heal and have more to pass on to our kids than trauma. So just just be patient with your parents, man. And I think what you, what, what Shaggy said is you, you're fighting against time. And, and if you have the opportunity to have that conversation, have that conversation. All right. But I will resort back to what I've already said twice. What? When you pray to God to take negativity out of your life, he's not swinging at spirits. He's swinging at people and things. That's the embodiment of that negativity. And sometimes that negativity can come in the form of your parents. It can come in the form of your best friends. and come in the form of your brothers and sisters. You just never know who you might have to cut off. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, we are going to talk about Jeannie Mai. Find out some shocking things that you might not have anticipated from her. Also, we'll talk about herpes in your eye. Who just was affected? <laughs> Right. Herpes in your eye. What? Herpes oh in your goodness. eye. All right, that's talk next. About herpes it's in the your Breakfast eye. Club. Good morning. Herpes in your All eye. All right. We're gonna talk about herpes okay. in your eye. Uh huh. B I G. Big G. Big G. Big G. Big G. Uh-huh. I remember one. That classic. B I G. The Breakfast Club. Rumor has it. Rumor. Rumor has it. Talk. Talk to me. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk, Riri. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, congratulations to Rihanna. They are going to debut her collection of Fenty. We told you about that joint partnership that she has with LVMH, Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy. Mm-hmm. Well, fortunately, the collection is ready and it's going to debut online on May 29th. And they're going to have a pop-up in Paris on the 24th as well. So. She getting money. Oh, she please. Is. She already had money. She's also going to be doing a reggae album. So for everybody that's been wondering, where is this Rihanna music? Well, she has confirmed her ninth studio album album is going to be a reggae album. She talked with Times' okay. Team Magazine and uh, just discussed that. At this point, Rihanna just doing music for y'all. She's just doing it for the Navy because she don't have to do it. Not she, at all. She's just like, whatever, here. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that, though. You know, reggae music is like... I know you don't really like reggae, Charlamagne, but I know you're going to listen to the Rihanna album. I don't like all reggae. I like like Bob Marley, but yeah, it's got to be certain joints. Mm-hmm. All right. 
right. Now let's talk about Mel B, Melanie from the Spice Girls, Melanie Brown. She temporarily was blinded last week. She was horrified by that. She was upset. She couldn't see. Now she complained of being blinded in her right eye. Her left eye has been permanently damaged following a laser eye surgery gone wrong back in the 90s. She did get her vision back and she did leave the hospital and return to rehearsals. But they said she has herpes in her eye. So this can happen. She told the doctor she was blind because she couldn't see, but now her eye is okay. They gave her some drops and she's good now. They said it was nothing major. I read this story. You know the first thing I thought to myself? What's that? Is I got herpes F up. Like, I don't know anything about herpes. I didn't know you can get herpes in your eye. You get herpes anywhere. So that lets you know, because I've heard people say that herpes is not an STD, it's an actual skin disease. It's like you can get herpes anywhere. Yeah, you, you don't have to have sex to get herpes. It can be skin-to-skin contact. Little babies get herpes. Like if somebody has a herpes sore and kisses a baby, the baby can end up getting herpes as well. Is wow. it true that you can get it from a toilet seat? I don't think you can. I don't. I think it has to be skin-to-skin contact. Got you. I, listen, the moral of the story is I don't know anything about herpes. And, you know, I'm always getting these posts on my Instagram page that say, hey, we can cure herpes. I would love to talk to somebody. You know, you get those posts because you usually search things like that. Yeah, they Google something herpes. about herpes. So my Instagram is spam. I would like to, yeah, I would I, like for somebody to like come up here and really break down this thing called herpes because herpes is like what one in two people have it so it's very very common that we means can ma- definitely get a doctor to come do that yes mm-hmm. majority of our listeners got herpes so I want to service posted- them Posted, thank you so much for all the lovely supportive messages I've had about my eye. Just so you know the real truth, I had an awful experience last week when I went blind in my right eye and my left eye went blurry. Even though the stupid press said I'm okay, and this has happened to me many times before, just to be clear, I was not okay, and this has never, ever happened to me before. So whoever is selling this story, a close, reliable source, is full of BS and needs to get their silly facts right big time. I was actually in a lot of pain and very, very scared, but thanks to the incredible eye specialist, she's now okay. So she had to get some heavy-duty eye drops. Well, salute okay. all our listeners out there with herpes, man. We appreciate y'all, and um, we're going to do something to possibly service you. And I also heard that herpes can be cured through yes. holistic measures. That's yeah. what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. So that, I was, Our detox doctors will tell you yeah, that. Our detox doctors, yeah, they were calling that. that. We need to have some, some herpes specialists up here. All right, so she's wearing an eye patch now, so if you see Mel B in an eye patch, you know why. All right, now Jeannie Mai on The Real was doing the girl chat segment, and she revealed that she had been to jail not just once, but on two separate occasions, when she was 22 and when she was 24. Check it out. I'm not going to share the story. Okay. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I did two months, and it's terrible. It's it's horrible. You yes, think, it is. Yes, yeah. It's food. the worst of the worst. Okay. Do you get to sleep a lot? We had a great chef. Okay. We had a girl who actually, like, was, had a was great you federal? chef. You was in Fed. I was you in Fed. Yes. But, but okay. See, federal is no, different. No, but, but then I did no. district for a month, too. So, so welcome to the club. Yeah, who gets so? So what? <laughs> And what did that mean? She didn't really give the reason why, but she was there for two months. Who and cares? She spent, she spent one month in federal prison. Oh, she was other, locked up for two months? No, no, no. That's okay. the story jail. It sounds to me like she's she's trying to get in front of something. It sounds to me like uh, <laughs> about to a story is about to break. But two months is a lot. I, I, I did three months. Man, God bless you, Jenny. Well, you so crack. You you, you uh, had guns in your car. We don't know what she, Jenny I don't know what did. she did. All right, you right. All right, now, Jason Mitchell, we know him as Easy e from Straight Outta Compton. We know him as Brandon on The Shy. Well, he's been dropped by his talent agency, UTA. He's Damn. also 
been dropped off of the shy and a new Netflix movie, Desperados. Now, the specifics, we don't know all of the details right now, but apparently these accusations were so serious that he's gotten dropped. So he was cast as a lead in Desperados. They haven't started filming yet, but they were in production already. And so apparently three of his co-hosts had complained about him. Also in The Shy, according to uh, sources, they are saying that the woman who actually played his girlfriend on The Shy, you know her as um, Jerrica. Mm-hmm. She was having so many issues with him that she even had to have her fiance come to set when she had to film scenes with him because it was that bad. So apparently now things, uh, we don't know what kind of resolution there will be, but he was doing so well as an actor. Yeah, I mean, Jason is one of the best young actors out here. I think him and Lakeith Stanfield, but this is an interesting situation because I'm sitting here wondering, is there more to the story? Has to be. Because for for your agency and your management to drop you, it's one thing for the show to fire you or a movie to drop you because you did some things on set that was crazy, but for your agency and management to drop you as well? Yeah. It's a lot. It's got to be a little bit deeper than, than what we're hearing. Yeah, I'm sure that all those details will continue to come out because the story broke yesterday. And then by yesterday evening, we had more details. So I'm sure today more information will come out. And we actually had him on The Breakfast Club about the shy. And that was just for me hitting him on Twitter saying, hey, we would love for you to come up here. We see you're in town. And he actually responded and popped up on us. So. Right. And the crazy thing, also the crazy thing too, man, uh, when I saw everybody abruptly drop him the way that they did, I thought to myself, I said, damn, it must be... A video or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't see that too often. Yeah. Where the agent in the management drops. Everybody, everybody drops you. Drops Every you show, once. Yeah. yeah. Something's something, about to pop. Yeah, something else is going on. And speaking of shows, Basketball Wives season is clearly about to come out, and there's been some drama on social media. Evan Lozada is upset. Now, she posted in her Instagram story, you avoided me all season because you didn't want me to expose all of your lies, but you have the nerve to be on my son's father's page, Thirsty. And then she said, family over everything. So I don't know uh, who she was. Well, we do know who she was talking about. And she said, family over everything. You tried a chicken. Turns out her target was Tammy Roman. Now, Tammy Roman then posted, at me next time, Evelyn, for clarity. I avoided you because you're toxic. Secondly, I like something that came up on my Explorer page of Meg the Stallion, who I support because she's from H-Town. Thirst is you lurking on your ex's page reading comments. He's definitely moved on, so should you. So apparently, Carl Crawford, who is Evelyn Lozada's son's father, had put up a post of Meg the Stallion promoting her album and... That's when Tammy Robin put uh, three emojis with the fist up. My goodness. At me, Hope. That's what Tammy said, right? Pretty much. She said, at me next time. Tammy from Houston? I thought Tammy was from Newark. I thought thought Tammy was from uh, Westchester area. Yeah, well, she represents Houston. Okay. Shout out to Tammy. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Well, thank you, Miss Yee. Let's get into the mix. We've been playing Biggie all morning long. So let's start the mix off with a Biggie joint, all right? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, um, I want to shout out to everybody that hit me up, all the firefighters and everything. Uh, yesterday, or oh, actually Sunday, uh, my nanny was picking my kids up from swimming, and they were on their way back home, and a fire truck ran into the back of them. You know, the fire truck was coming down. They all pulled over to the side of the road. I guess the fire truck thought it had enough room. Didn't have room, enough room. Ran into the back of them. Thank God my daughter was on the other side of the car, or she would have been... Pretty bad, pretty mangled. Um, the fire truck didn't stop, hit the car, kept on moving. Didn't even check to see if my kids was okay. I had my three kids, my five-year-old, my four-year-old, and my two-year-old in the car, and they just kept it moving. Uh, thank God that um, they were fine. I'm taking them today to get x-rays just to double-check and to make sure that they are okay and, and no other damages. 
Um, but just be careful out there. A lot of fire departments say, hey, in their state, I know Atlanta and New York said if that happens, they have to pull over and make sure everybody's okay. They can't just keep it moving. I guess Jersey is a little different. There's no negligence. So it's not even like you can, uh, you know, sue or do anything. But I don't even care about that. I just, I'm just i just glad that the kids are safe and, and everybody is okay. And let well, me sh- we're glad they're okay as well. Word. That's crazy, though, that, you know, they're in a rush to go help somebody. But in, in the process of them going to help somebody, they could hurt somebody else. And not even stop to and help. Not even stop and help. <laughs> hey, Jesus Christ. Ooh. I mean, it's a tricky situation, though, because if they stop to the help, then the person that they're actually trying to go help is going is to uh, 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 prolong them from getting help. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like, it, like a lady just hit me in her DMs, and she said that her mother and her son died like that. A fire truck ran into the back of their car Lord and killed mercy. them. mercy. So, you know, it, it's, you know, you never know. But thank God, you know, everybody's safe. And uh, anyway. Yes, happy they're okay. That's right. All right. When we come back, positive note, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.